Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Ethan. Hey! Yeah, is that alright? And that is fine. And Ricardo. Okay. Hey! Hey, man, you can't do that! I put that and patented it and everything! No, you didn't! I said, oh, everybody shoot. said, hey, Ricardo, you're so funny, man. And I'm like, yeah! Okay. <laughs> That's why Carlos. And, and, that's why Carlos Mencia. And, for, and then for what? The and then what happened? And then I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Well, I was never in improv guys? class. Remember back uh, in the day when we talked about drinking a lot? We never talked. We never drink. <laughs> Ricardo doesn't drink. Mm-mm. He did that. He's doing it tonight. And he's gonna hit on me. Anyway. <laughs> keep, your, um, <laughs> keep your stupid comments in your pocket. Uh. Would you like to ask what you guys have been playing, Ethan? Or no, I wanted to ask what you guys are drinking. You guys I can't tell you that. It's confidential. Aww. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I have a better beer in my fridge, but I'm saving that for later. Um, oh, I, shit. I got... Pixel <laughs> just get crappy shitty beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. We're not, I didn't know we were doing a beer segment at night. So that's, that's why <laughs> I, I just wanted to know. I, just, I was just curious. We don't have to like go into details about rating it or anything like we used to do. Uh, I just, red, I just red, red Tail Amber Ale by Mendocino Farms. Mendocino, Mendocino Farms makes Mendocino, their own beer? Mendocino Brewing. My oh, okay. I was like, what? All right. Chill out. Mendocino and... Farms serves beer. <laughs> and I almost fucking spilled my beer. <laughs> and I am drinking no beer for a well-known craft uh, brewer uh, called, I believe it's called Samuel. Samuel Adams. Samuel Adams. Samuel yeah. Adams. Samuel Adams Bastogne Lager. I think it's from Belgium. Ah, uh, probably. I am oh, yeah. drinking. A, oh yeah, best uh, best stone. That's that place in France where they, you know, they they kill all the people or something. Yeah, the the best the, the, the Bastogne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Celebrate Bastogne yeah. Day. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they stormed the Bastogne. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Rush songs, Bastogne Day. Bastogne. Uh, so Ethan, what are you drinking? I am drinking a uh, um, a gin and tonic. I'm, o- I'm only drinking. I'm only drinking. I switched to water. I'm only drinking water the rest of the night. This is <laughs> not a bad You're idea. You drinking gin? You drink gin, and gin tonic. now? Uh, well, gin I was like, gross. I was like, hey, I want to drink something that doesn't have many calories, and so uh, my girlfriend recommended gin and tonic, which I was like, cool. That's like a great idea. All hard alcohol is. Well, I know it's it's less calories anyway um, than like beer or something, and gets gets you going a little bit. There, but oh, I was like, yeah. okay, cool. So Get I tried that. Going, baby. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, but I looked at the, uh, tonics, and apparently tonic water has a bunch of sugar in it, and I didn't know that. Yeah. So I got yeah. diet tonic water. Yep. Uh, and, uh, that's what my mom and dad do. That's what my mom and dad do as well. Congratulations, you're old British person now. I know that's it's why... London. It's a beef eater. It's London gin. Mm-hmm. So um, it's pretty good. I like gin tonics. Put the lime in there. It's not bad. Have gross. you gross, thought... gross, gross? Have you thought? Nice and dry. Have you thought otherwise getting a nice, like, pineapple or maybe cranberry orange-flavored mineral water that has zero calories and mixing vodka in there? Oh, like one of those diet ones? Is that what you're talking about? 
No, I'm just talking about like straight up mineral mineral water, like soda water. It's oh, like I, I hate soda water though. But when uh, but tonic off. water is like, like <laughs> almost the same. Like I like, don't know why it's different though. I, tonic maybe, water you know, is grosser tasting, if anything. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, honestly. But I don't know. I like gin tonic. Maybe I'll try it. But anyway, I got this giant thing of gin now, so that's cool because it's not that expensive. Surprisingly, I've been I've been making a lot of like expensive tiki drinks and like going to this Made cheap it. gin is like pretty nice. Made in bathtubs. That's why. That's fine. <laughs> Good bathtubs. Give me that porcelain. Mmm. Mmm. Scotch is getting more expensive again, and I'm not and I'm not happy about it. As it goes. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. As so as Bitcoin goes down, Scotch goes up. <laughs> what's the Scotch? What's economics. the Scotch Bitchain or uh, blockchain like? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna yeah. crash any day. This bubble can't last. <laughs> Depends. They Scotch gotta get bubble. it out of the drawer sometimes. They gotta take it out. You gotta ask them to come over and take it out of the fucking case for you, and then you gotta yeah. show your ID and stuff. It's a pain in the, it's a pain and, in the ass. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, what have we been playing this week? What's in news? What are we playing, eh? Well, it seems like one of the key threads here is that we've all been playing anime bullshit. It's some it's no, anime level bullshit. Or, some That's level not or true. Another. <laughs> That's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Ricardo never plays anime bullshit. Ricardo, uh-uh. Ricardo, give it up. I have the high ground. You underestimate my anime, Matt Coon. <laughs> Ricardo, Ricardo Senpai, I just want you to notice me. <laughs> Uh, well then, should I start? Um, then fuck, it's, I'm yeah, being called well, out. Right, yeah, right I mean, now. you probably got the most. Well, anime, I mean, so. no, I don't know about that, Ethan. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, you're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just I I'll, I'll start up. Uh, so the um the beta for Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. That's the name. New Testament. Oh, no. uh, that's pretty high. Yeah, anime it's the Final Fantasy got, New re- Testament. <laughs> <laughs> it got released. And I've been playing that. I was a big fan of the uh, Dissidia games on PSP back when I owned a PSP, and um, and so I want to try this out. And again, we have uh, a st- I believe you go way back to summer of last year, and we have uh, a great story about our experience about with at Dissidia Evo. at Evo in that the match la- the match that lasted about thirty seconds <laughs> before it so ended. These matches last longer. Yes, uh, if, well, if the, if your team and the other team know what they're doing, yes, it, it absolutely, they absolutely last longer. So basically, Tessidia is an arena fighter using, um, characters from the Final Fantasy universe, and the, the basic and premise of Dragon it, Ball Z-esque movement. Yes, so, like, you're dashing around, you're, you're, you're flying up and knocking guys up into the air and then charging after them, like, improbably... It's not explained how but whatever. It's a it's a video game, um, but the the basic gameplay like uh, rhythm of it is that you have a health bar and you also have a brave gauge, and you can basically you are trying to build up your brave gauge by using brave attacks, and that makes your brave gauge go higher, and then you're cashing out that number as an HP attack. So basically you're trying to box the other guy into lowering their brave gauge and upping yours 
and then cashing out on a big damage attack that actually takes part of their life bar out because all these brave attacks they just uh, diminish their their brave gauge and so that's basically the the back and forth is you are trying to keep your brave gauge from dipping too low and also trying to build it up so that you can cash out on these big HP attacks. The big thing about NT is that it is team-based instead of the one-on-one fights that the other Dissidia games Oh, that's what it stands for, new team. Probably. Yeah, sure, why not? Let's go with that. that sounds good. I'm okay (laughs) with that. I'm sure it's not any kind of, like, uh, pseudo-Latin bullshit that the Final Fantasy team came up with. I'm sure that's not what it stands for. They never come up Uh, with any bullshit. What are you talking uh, about? Novus Timus. Probably. (laughs) Um, It's really like Windows NT. Yeah. So, instead... So now designed, you're, uh, designed exclusively on Windows NT. <laughs> exactly, Windows NT to design it's it. It's all been one big uh, advertisement for for Windows NT. This entire development cycle for this game, but so that adds uh, an interesting wrinkle to the game that uh, I talked about on the str- on the stream I did about it. Is that like I think it adds some stuff to the game while also taking away certain elements because I feel like everybody's um slightly simpler now. Like everybody's like gameplay is slightly simpler to kind of um you know cater to the fact that now there's a lot so much more happening on the screen at once. But that's also adds a lot because now there's not just straight up, you know, boxing back and forth one on one elements. There's uh you know comboing between comboing between uh you and your allies so for example like i'll maybe hit like my brave combo splat the guy into the wall and then uh that'll allow my teammate to come through with their big hp attack and would yeah i mean you could just like uh, kill somebody really quickly if everyone teamed up one person right exactly and then that's the other uh, the other aspect is that then you also have to pay attention more to what your teammates are doing so that like if they are maybe in an unfavorable matchup like they're losing on a one on a one-on-one fight or they're getting ganged up on you have to be aware and go help them out um there's like now a new team element called uh uh, in the form of summons. So like you have your abilities, like certain attacks that you'll do will gain you XP, uh, not XP, EX meter so that you can use abilities like, um, that, that you can switch out dependent. So like, for example, you might throw out a poison bubble or you might regain health or you might share bravery between you and your teammates or whatever. And those are different sets that you can change out. But, uh, Everybody on your team also has a shared gauge, which is your summon gauge, which when you fill it all the way up, uh, you guys can start like a summoning ritual and then call in one of the big like classic uh, Final Fantasy summons. And it's it's cool. Like I re- I'm really, really enjoying the game. It has a lot of flash. It's really fun to, to watch. Uh, like it's really fun. It it feels really good, really satisfying when things are going your way. Uh, playing online was fun. I put I had a cool, uh, a good experience playing three on three. A little bit of lag, a little bit of performance issues here and there, which, um, but it's also like not as like precise as some. You have to be with some of the actions in this game. It's not 
so much like a 2D fighter where it's like frame precision is absolutely key. If there's a little bit of lag here and there, you can fight through it. Um, and I don't know. I just had a, I had a really good time. The, the beta has part of the story mode in it. Um, I was unfortunately, you're not allowed to stream that, so I haven't played it yet. Um, uh, honestly, my only big complaints are just like the the team aspect is kind of a more of a wash than it is like it's more of a wash, more of a trade off than it is like a huge enhancement right. to to it's not a game changer yeah to to the formula as a whole. There right. is a one on one mode that you can play online. Um, I haven't played it, uh, but. You know, maybe that gets big. I don't know. That's the other thing is like I don't know what's going to be the big thing that people play in this. Is it going to be the three on three? Because it seems like the game is heavily pushing that as its main thing, but they also have the one on one mode to kind of concede like people who like the previous Dissidias they can still enjoy it to some extent on that one. But again, I feel like right, right. everybody's a little bit more dumbed down in this version than uh, than previous Dissidias. But uh. I'm having a lot of fun. I actually playing the beta convinced me that I'm probably gonna go to game, even though I don't know. Well, will you play it? I don't know how I'm gonna fit it into the schedule. What are you gonna play it? What are you gonna play it? I don't know. I'll find some way to play it. I'll find some time to find a way. I feel like Ethan's very concerned about how you use your money or. I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, if you gonna buy a game, you gotta play it. What are you talking about? These are the only Ethan. I've seen your Steam library. I've seen your Steam library. Those games are still good. They ain't gonna expire. (laughs) These they're good forever. Look, these are the only two games I'm getting this year. You heard it here first. These are the only two games. Just like Ethan was gonna finish uh, Witcher before he started playing the, other games, right? The, I did. <laughs> the Dark Souls <laughs> remaster doesn't count because that game already came out. I already owned that game, so it's just like I'm just already like, making excuses. Yeah. Already making excuses. But uh, no, oh, that's it. Nothing else this year. E- Ethan, um, <laughs> I just realized on the stream, Ethan has chroma keyed out his background, which makes him look like he is just part of the Pixel Legends like assets. I am part of the uh, Pixel Legends yeah, asset. Next, just, Mario. next to Mario, to take a look at this. next to Mario and our logo is. Just I think Ethan. it looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you have a good green screen. Yes, you are correct. Uh, I mean, it's it's more inter- interesting looking than a green screen behind me. Now I have now I now me and Ricardo look look uh, like we're not amateur nerds. No, I don't know. That's fine. Oh. Probably turn that oh, now oh, just, you can hear us all the conversation. Oh my god, this looks so weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to do with, uh, just because the way our streaming setup is on. Uh, for those of you on stream, we had a bit of technical difficulty, so uh, we tried to make do with what we got. So this is what you got. Um, honestly, okay. it looks kind of right. honestly, it looks kind of cool. We should just do this from now on. Yeah, Anyways, should, Ricardo, you should get a green screen. We should we should both get, we should all get green screens. Just hang it up green here screens. off the bed here mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah city is fun if you had the betas i think still you're never you're never gonna find out. time to play that i don't no, know i will i totally will oh you'll I, play I'm it for like one weekend it. and then and then no it comes out after monster hunter anyways oh then you're definitely never gonna play it in that case i actually something i found out this week which is fucking bullshit and this is <laughs> game developers and pu- actually, it's probably the publishers. Publishers, you need to get your f- shit together on this. Is that Monster Hunter does not come out next Tuesday? It comes out next Friday. It's a fucking yeah, you didn't Friday know that. release. 
No. So many games are Friday releases. Yeah, How many? They, they have, it's been well, away for a while. It's, it's been like away, every other for a while now. It's like Tuesday is when games come out. All right. Tuesday is when games. Come it used out. to be that way. Since like that a couple way, of years yeah. ago. Trying to make a couple it. years ago, I feel like they changed it. They're trying to make the Friday release thing a thing, but like Nintendo's done major, it forever. But Nintendo's Nintendo. They're gonna do whatever the fuck they want. Like most sane publishers. Nintendo's, have, Nintendo's Sunday releases. As well, like they do, they yeah. do Friday and Sunday. Nintendo, Nintendo, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about later. But the madness Nintendo's involved in, let's not use them as a baseline. But yeah, <laughs> Nintendo is is crazy. Like I've never seen. I take them like what they're doing as a completely separate thing. Microsoft, PC, PlayStation, uh, Sony, they all do the fucking Tuesday release. I'm sick of this them trying to make the Friday release a thing. Dissidia comes out on a Tuesday the next week after that. Friday, Listen. man. Well, I mean, it makes more sense but, to do it Friday, though. Why does it make week. more sense? Because well, everybody's got, week, got except for, normal except people. for Ricardo. Except for Ricardo. Normal, normal people. I'm normal sorry. People, well, normal normal people, people, no, but here's the thing, though, have... is like, normal people, they get on a Tuesday, it's still then there for the Friday. It's not like... And if anything, now you're getting it. You're waiting for it to show up on a Friday. You People get that stupid They're asshole like... Amazon guy who's like, "It says 8 p.m. It's like by 8 p.m. It's 7:59. I'm fucking here." And it's like, dude, <laughs> I've been waiting for your ass. Does that happen to you? <laughs> I never, I never like, ordered a game day on Amazon. That happens to me like 90 yeah, percent just, of my. Of we the just time. got a thing delivered to us today that was delivered at like seven o'clock. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, and the, the worst is when it's that Tuesday release, and I have Tuesday off, and I'm like, great, I'm gonna be here all day. It's gonna get here. I'm gonna be able to play it, and then it's like, wait, so isn't it better than it's on? Isn't it better than it's on Friday then? Because that way you have the whole Tuesday playing the game all day, no stop. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, what have you been playing? <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ricardo, that's on all the games that you play. Oh, we're going oh, yeah. to go to our anime games first, I guess. Is yeah, it anime let's, games? Let's, it's anime only. We're all anime now. Ethan, talk uh, about so your anime I, I, Alright, we'll talk about anime games. Um, yeah, Wolfenstein The New Order. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not real I anime. Mean, it's it's kind of anime. Total anime. Uh, no, Kingdom Hearts Final Remix 1.8 and <laughs> 2. Point, wait, what is this actual game called? I just wrote it down. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. That is that isn't Remix. far off is the thing. That's that's what makes it so funny. Okay, so okay. Well, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix R E the R is capitalized, the E is little, mix is all caps. <laughs> what the Wait, 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 hold on. I need to get that down. R wait. I will copy and paste it into okay. the, the uh document. Uh, and actually before you start talking before you start talking about this, I'm gonna say that I saw on Ethan's Snapchat that he was, somebody was playing, like, that's the thing, is, like, I was like, oh, Lindsay must be playing, uh, like, Kingdom Hearts or something, because I couldn't believe that he was playing Kingdom Hearts, and then I started putting in the lyrics to the, to the song, Simple and Clean, and then the <laughs> lyrics came back perfect, like, the next part of the lyrics came back perfect to me, and then it was like, Ethan's girlfriend was like, oh, by the way, this is Lindsay. Like, Ethan's not on his Snapchat right now. And I was like, I knew it was too perfect. I knew it was too perfect to be true. Ethan would never know you a song. You didn't quote it right. She said, Ethan is a little bitch that doesn't know anime lyrics. And I was like, Keyblade. Right, that's, <laughs> that's, Key that's fair. Keyblade. That's fair. Keyblade. 
So yeah, so I played um I played Kingdom Hearts probably back in 2012 maybe Damn, to try to get back late. into it. It was late, so it was uh, I played on a PS2 and I was like, "Oh man, I got to try this game." And um I tried to play it, but um due to some weird circumstances in the memory cards, I was not able to save it properly and it got corrupted and I oh, lost damn. all my data. So I got around to the par- uh, the Tarzan section and I was like, you know what? I saw this game go on sale at Best Buy and I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll get this. I'll pick this game up. I've been wanting to play it. I wanted to play the second one. And this is the version that comes with like six games in this total collection. So it's like, you got Kingdom Hearts 1, you got Kingdom Hearts 2, and like all the dumb games in between, whether it's the actual not all game of them. or just Not all of them. Is it not all of them? Not all of them, I don't think. There's, like, one... Mis- I like have, the mobile like, phone the game is not in there or, or something. There is variations. Okay, well, I was but told yes, this it's, is all it's, of them except for, like, 2.8, I believe. That's, like, all the ones you need to, to be able to understand what the hell is going on. That Yeah. That, 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 that so, convoluted mess of a story. Or yeah. at least attempt to. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, like, I'm playing the first one. The first one, the story is pretty straightforward so far. Yeah, the um, first one's hear, the one that made sense most of the most. Of I the hear part. a lot of Kingdom Hearts 2 is a lot of bullshit, and you have to play the games, the Game Boy games beforehand or something. Yeah, because Kingdom Hearts 2, it makes no sense if you haven't played, um, I think, Chain of Memories and I think Chain of 365 Memories. over two days, I think, are the two that you need to know. Yeah, before you... so those two are included in the disc, luckily, which is nice. And like one um, of them so. isn't one of them just like a movie? Like one, not, I think so. Like, like it's just cutscenes. Like it's like these are cut HD cutscenes, which is fine, I guess. I could watch stupid cutscenes for a while. Um, but anyway, going back to this game, it's it's weird going back and playing this game because it, it has this kind of feeling where it's like, oh shit, we got to pad out this content. Let's just make this part. PS two day, PS two days. Yeah, so it's like you go to the Tarzan level, and the Tarzan level is like a whole bunch of just like. Platform like maybe like four or five different sections, and you just go between those like probably a total of each section you revisit five times each. So it's like using the same assets, you go back and like oh maybe a cutscene plays. Usually it's not, but you have to. There's no direction. Like yeah. this game is very directionless. Ga- it's, I I it's saw very frustrating. I saw uh, Ben Paco Giant Bomb attempt to try and get into that off of this same collection. And there's many episodes spent running around in circles, not knowing where the hell to go because the game does not give you any indication of where it the hell to go. Doesn't tell you anything. You just one of them is just like you go to this Tarzan level, and it's like you do a couple things, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, go back to the treehouse where you very first started. Trigger a cutscene there, then go all the way to the back where you ended, and like just walk in and hope you get these two cutscenes, and then just do stuff. Luckily, um, uh, I'm grateful Lindsay's there to actually like look up stuff. And figure out where to go next, because a lot of times I just get stuck and frustrated. Uh, but I will say, the actual gameplay is... I remember when I first played it, I remember not liking it, because it felt like a very simple uh, character action game. And it still does, but I like the RPG elements that are put into it, because you got, like, uh, it's gear not to wear. Really it's, the, it's, it's very not, simple. It's not really an action game. In, like, it, like, it just doesn't have turn-based combat, but it's other than that, it's basically an RPG. Yeah, it has, yeah, it's very basic character action game, like, super basic, like, the point where it's just you hit X and dodge and jump, and those are, like, your only moves, um, which, I mean, most people play. It's it's interesting, though, because so many people have played this game, and it's weird just because there's a lot of just uh, JRPG bullshit that's in this game, but people put up with it to get to, like, Disney content. Because the Disney's behind it, and the fact what they do at Disney is very interesting. The fact that they have and, every and single villain, just like and Final Fantasy fans, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Excuse me. Um, 
But all the stuff they have at Disney is like all these villains and they're all hanging out talking to each other and it's all these interactions of things that you wouldn't get in any other medium really. Like Disney's never had this sort of thing where all the characters interact with each other and it's like, oh man, uh, you know, uh, Maleficent is talking to Jafar and like like working together and that's like, that's just something I don't feel would happen now, but Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out, which is going to be pretty similar, I believe. They're going to have Pixar in it, which is crazy. Um, so I guess the game, the, the, the part that's propelling me is the uh, seeing what world is next and how they interpret that world. And finally, I've gotten to the part where I'm farther past where I played in the PS2 era. Um, and this game doesn't yeah, t- look t- bad. 2011, the PS2 era. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, the arts, it gets, it gets pretty far on its art style. It does. Like, it's, it's very colorful. It's very pretty. Sure, the character face animations are just, like, flat models that yeah, go when, up and when, down. When, like it's when it's not, like, a fully, like, orchestrated cutscene, yeah. they're just kind of like, me, 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 me. Well, even when it is a fully inter- uh, interactive cutscene, their, their faces just go, like, yeah, they have facial expressions, but their lips are just, like, very flat-looking right, right, right. things, which Haley Joel is Osment. fine. But it's it's crisp. It runs at sixty frames a second. Like it's very colorful. Everything looks good. Um, I mean, it's very nice to have this collection that you could just go back and be like, "This is the definitive version of these games." Um, and King Hearts One so far, like it it runs great. It moves. It's smooth. I haven't run into any like bugs or anything. So it's a great collection to pick up for like I think I got it for like twenty bucks or something. Like is it's pretty inexpensive for like all this content because I know it's going to be a bunch of bullshit content where it's like you know, JRPG filler, but, um, also, speaking of filler, the gummy ship sucks. Fuck yeah, the gummy the, ship. Yeah, the, in the, in the first game, the gummy ship is off. Does it exist in the second game? I feel like they got rid of it. No, it exists, mm, it's but there it's, still. but it's but. a much more fun mini game than it is okay. in this one. Like, I remember so when bad. I was a kid, a lot of time, like, early on, I couldn't actually figure out how, how to make, like, a custom gummy ship work. Like, I had to use the like very default gummy ship stuff yeah like it wasn't uh i don't know it was it's it's a weird inclusion the the gummy ship parts yeah no i totally agree but in the second um, one they're a they, lot they seem better. very unnecessary totally gummy ship more like one. garbage ship Dumb, i've heard the second one is a lot better ship. gameplay but the story is more ridiculous and um, yes the, so like, like this and it also assumes that you've played the, like, portable games, which a lot of people, like, haven't. Oh, have to def- back in the day. I'll definitely play those. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very interesting. I mean, I, I like the game, and I... I, I... It's, like, it's, like how, it's like how the Matrix Reloaded makes no sense at t- first, unless, you've pl- unless you watched the Animatrix and played Enter the Matrix the game, mm. to, like, get the story oh, about... What, it, like, they, they just named all a bunch of places and things that you just, like, what? It, who? What? How, these characters are important now? Who are they? What, what, yeah, they are. Like, like, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, basically. Um, what was I going to say is, yeah, if, I feel like the first game has a bit of a long wind-up to get to some actual good stuff, and the second one... That B-second sucks. The second one even has a longer wind-up. Oh, great, cool. Good stuff. I've heard the second, I've heard the second one's a better game. It is a better game overall, but there's, I think, like, it has to be, like, a two-hour... To, to even more, like, opening that, like, is just completely unengaging and is, like, completely unrelated to the rest of the game. Well, I mean, it's related, but it's, like, it, it's it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm uh, I am just very curious because I hope I can get this done, like all of them beaten, um, and be ready for Toy Story three. Toy Story three, Kingdom Hearts three. I was be ready for, for Toy Story three. Well, <laughs> so excited for it. Trust and he's going. And he's going not, to college. What's going to happen? You're not and he's ready going to college. For Toy Story three. Kids. Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see. You know the garbage man. That's it. Um. All right. Well. <laughs> Um, I haven't been playing much else to talk about other than Persona, which is more anime. Probably, yeah. I don't know. I don't know between probably the most anime. Honestly. Probably the most, an- the most anime. Most, it, they look. People say people. People say Kun and Senpai in it. The other two games that you're saying they don't say that. They just say Kairi. Yeah, Riku. Yeah, they just say Goofy. <laughs> yeah. Gorsh. Um, that game's still really good. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. A controversial opinion. Sonic game is good. You know what other game is good? What? Ethan talked about it last week, so I'll just touch on it briefly here. Is um, Arena Valor. It's the mobile MOBA. Mobile uh, MOBA. Mobile you MOBA. can get on your iPhone or Android on your mobile. right now. It's the, it's the mobile MOBA you can get on your mobile. Yes, exactly. Um, it's just a really fun, like, simple MOBA, and I've had, been having a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm inexplicably good at it, I feel like. That's the thing is, I was really good at it, too. Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, because of the fact that it's free-to-play and it's on your phone, like, literally any and every dummy like that doesn't know what the hell a MOBA is is like playing it and is trying to like learn it how i phone but no, it's I play like a game on my phone yeah i don't know how i'm doing so inexplicably good at it because every I've never game been... i played i got mvp basically no oh, wow yeah i've been mostly <laughs> maybe i would maybe I, maybe I would enjoy this MOBA then if i just have basic maybe you yeah. should like it's it's a fun game like it's well I don't know Ricardo you talk about it yeah no it's 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 lots of fun like I think that the character design is actually a lot uh, better than I was expecting um, it, it a lot of it is very generic like archetypes but they're all like animated really cool and they they look really cool there's a nice like feedback loop in terms of um, you know playing like three matches in a day and you'll unlock a hero. And, um, you know, just giving you lots of free stuff to mess with. Like, that's something that I appreciate and wasn't really expecting. I was expecting a lot because it's free to play and it's on your phone specifically. I was expecting a lot of gates, but it's not really like it's just a fun game to pop in and, uh, and play around and then pop out. I will say this, like Ethan mentioned last week that, um, a lot of games specifically, if you are like, carrying your team uh, from behind can like really drag on like they can go for like I've had like a match last like 30 minutes which is like kind of counter to the way uh I feel like it's slightly being pitched like I have seen like ads for this game where it's like a dude dude going to the bathroom or whatever and it's like if you have 15 minutes to go to the bathroom you have 15 minutes to play around Arena of Valor or something like that. <laughs> Spend and, all your time with this video game. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I have certainly had some matches go faster. There's definitely a truncated, like, 
uh, shortened period in terms of like when you're starting to get into team fights it's not like you know dota at the at, <laughs> like that level you're you're really getting into like team fights pretty quickly specifically if you re- realize the guy in your lane again it's not very like it's not very good you're able to pick off guys pretty quickly and ramp up your levels pretty quickly but like if there is a relatively competent team or like you have somebody on your team AFK um, like matches can still drag to be like 30 minutes long, if not maybe even slightly longer than that. Um, so that would be my one knock against it. It's still really fun. It's really neat. I I'm liking it a lot. Um, probably play a lot more of it. Cool. And then Ethan, you've been playing a Wolfenstein. What's up with uh, first one? Well, not the first so I started, order. I decided. I heard a lot of good things about. You know, we all have heard all the good things about the new Colossus, yes. and I want to I've, play the first one. I started I this as well. And I yeah, I feel like you wanted to play the first one before you play the second one, because a lot of the story comes off of that. So I started playing the um, first one again, and this time I decided to put the game on easy, because the first time I didn't, and I didn't enjoy it that much, because I think the gameplay is not really what I'm looking for in a shooter. Um, it's It's like a weird mix between, like, Doom is like, go fast, kill things all the time, be quick. While Wolfenstein like tries to be like go fast, kill things, but also stealthy, like go quiet. And also, it's if like, you don't, then like this guy's gonna come in and infinitely spawn enemies in forever. Yeah, like exactly, like it's a bunch of dumb stuff. Like, so that's bad. I was just like, what's fun? Just shoot Nazis. Like that's great. Just put on easy. Just murder a bunch of dudes, and it's great. And I've really enjoyed it that way. I think because the highlights of Wolfenstein New Order is kind of the story and the weird world they've built with this like weird tech nazi crazy thing that they've got going on um and i'm really enjoying it. i've gotten a lot further than they did in the uh when i first played it mainly because i haven't been dying but also because i've been enjoying it a lot more um so i am just shocked at how much more i'm enjoying this game on easy i do want to go back and kind of actually uh finish it i put a lot of hours into it um it's it's got a ridiculous storyline man that game is just goes some places and it's just got some really cool set pieces that um, I know Call of Duty had a lot of great set pieces in a lot of the older games and even some of the more modern games, but this game goes some places and says some things that are like, wow, this is just Nazis. Um, a lot more deep. Nazis are bad. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I just really like like all the like this is old this old couple that takes you around and like you know uh, hides you in their car. And oh yeah, just, that like, part. That's how badass they are. Like that part's cool. Like there's a lot of cool parts and like. How far? Handle, how far are you? What part are you at? Uh, I am past the part where you enter into actual Berlin. Okay, so that's where I, I got know. to. I got to the prison. Yeah, that's right. I didn't side bounds of the prison. Yeah. Um, but like they handle like the sex scene like really cool, as opposed to most games where it's like really, yeah, where it's, it's like really corny. It's done much more like as a movie, tastefully. like tasteful, like movie. What sequence. are you talking about? Bioware does the sex scenes. Fantastically, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. I like that side, that side boob. Yeah, yeah, that butt. <laughs> See that butt in there. <laughs> it's a very minimal butt. Anyway, minimal, just a little. Minimal um, butt. Little so, butt. So, so like you're saying that the way to play the game is just put the difficulty all the way down. I will say I think I enjoy it a lot Ethan's, more that way. Ethan's new strategy for I playing know, video weird. games. I know it's weird. It's weird thinking that. It's just like it's getting old. 
I'm getting an old man. I'm just like, fuck it. Put the game well, on the Well, the thing is, is when, when you... I think when you hear that the main, uh, like, draw of a game or the main, like, thing that's a standout in a game is the storyline and you feel like you're not clicking with the gameplay, like, it definitely it helps. makes sense. Oh, yeah, I do it. I do it, too. I'm, totally. I'm just messing. That's why I put Dream Daddy on easy. Because I was getting the, those, com- those combat sequences were really <laughs> combat sequences were pretty tough. When you yeah. gotta play the Pokemans, yeah, the, it's tough. Yep, yep. Um, cool. I need to get back into that too. That was I, that was on my list of things to do. And then the holiday happened, and then we, there's a bunch of other games that came out. And uh, yeah, I didn't have time. Didn't have time to finish it, but that's on my list. All right, let's move on, gents, to the news. Woo! The news. Uh, we will talk a little bit more about this later, but Nintendo has gone mad. Yes. Nintendo is, has gone insane. They, they, I, uh... they, I'm so glad this happened in time for this 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 uh, video because I, I was like, <laughs> I was I was hearing everyone's reactions alone just yesterday was. Uh, oh man, it's just so such good. a weird thing. Nintendo Labo, Nintendo La- Labo, La- Labo, 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 Labo. It's Labo. French. Labo. It's, it's so, French. It is. It is Google Cardboard taken to its in, its it, 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 illogical extreme. Yeah, I was gonna say to, just, to its <laughs> least logical conclusion. <laughs> which is just like, what if what if everything was cardboard? <laughs> what if we could just shove our high tech technology into various cardboard shells and make them do we- the weirdest possible things? This, I, so, said this, I said that when we were talking about it before the podcast um, on our on our chat when it first got announced, I was saying like this makes perfect sense as like a toy, as a like hmm. children's toy, which is what a lot of it seems to be pitching as. Like even in the even in the trailer they showed, it's called a toy con. You get you get yeah, that was a weird thing. Um, so I feel like they are not even; these are not even going to be full games. Most of these, maybe, no, maybe, maybe some like of them will be, but they seem more like, if anything, like everybody's been saying, and I believe probably someone from Nintendo. I could read the article, but um, that these are aimed at kids, and a lot of these things are kind of all of these toy cons have like panels that you can pull off and. Um, like look at the way things are interacting with the the joy the the Nintendo Joy-Con and other stuff and <laughs> and um show off like uh I'm laughing because literally both of my co-hosts have walked off the show <laughs> but anyway um it shows like the way the the left and right Joy-Con as well as the Nintendo Switch proper interacts with these different levers and pulleys and stuff that you're shoving them in. So, like, for example, for someone who can't visualize this, um, just watch the trailer, but if you're just listening right now, basically you'll have, like, a shell. That you'll you'll get these cardboard sheets and you'll pop out a shell of, like, when you finally assemble it, it will be a piano. And then you'll slide the Wii... Uh, the actual not we the excuse me the switch screen into the the top part and then you'll slide the joy cons into either end and you'll be able to play the keys and it will 
be an actual, like, playing piano. There's also, like, a camera they showed. There's, like, a fishing rod. There's, like, different degrees of, like, these toys and games that you can do by basically just popping out cardboard, assembling it, and putting different components of the the Switch into there. Um, I thought... I thought it was crazy the the amount of different things that they they showed off for like a yeah. opening thing. Like they aren't going half hearted with like eh, we got like we got like two things, and then maybe we'll come up with more later. It's like no man, we got got freaking piano, we got freaking everything. It's like every, like whatever fishing yeah, rods, like actual a, string and the, and, coming out of it. Like and the the thing that's the thing that's neat about these is like the way they actually like some of them use the the component the individual components of the switch like in very creative ways. Like for example, there's a like a little remote controlled robot, and you attach the Joy-Con to the different parts of the robot and then you also build out a cardboard like controller that you slide the screen in and then basically which is funny because this is like you don't even need that part at all yeah like, you totally just, you can hold you the can screen just hold without the screen, this thing but like <laughs> this thing, it's but just it's like, part of the whole toy aspect yeah it's part of the whole thing but um, yeah and then you press the buttons and like it uses the vibrating function of the joy cons to move this little like insectoid robot around and HD that's really Rumble. innovative like it's 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 cool. Yeah. Like I, yeah. the thing is, is like I had kind of I had seen you guys link this story like while I was at the gym, and I kind of like got a sense of it, and I was like, that seems really really weird. But then, like since I've seen, you're still right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah, I'm still right. But like, but since, but like also like that's kind of dumb. Like that's kind of dumb. Like this is a weird thing that Nintendo is doing. Like why are they doing? Like why are they doing this? But after seeing like seeing like how innovative a lot of these different things you can build are, like it's really cool. Like I would totally want this if I was a kid. Like it's really really neat. Yeah, I mean, like I was I was I was saying earlier that like I, I, I my my godson who's you know like six at this point, uh, maybe five, but he's like like he's just getting a switch. Like he's like super into Mario, but I would like totally get this for him. <laughs> And then totally use that as an excuse for yeah, me to totally. build one of these. So, uh, these are, so, it's like Legos, man. You're yeah, like, like, it's seriously. for kids, but I want nah, it. Come on, I, I build Legos by myself. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So right now they've announced two uh, sets. There's the variety kit, which has a bunch of the little, the smaller projects in it. Uh, it says the RC, two RC cars, one fishing rod, one house, one motorbike, and one piano. And then there's the big robot kit, which is essentially you building this kind of like marionette like, backpack, like mech, back, like, yeah. like mech, yeah, like mech yeah. suit almost. And, I like and, that uh, thing. And kind of mimicking this robot. That seems like the and that seems like the most game of mm-hmm. anything they show. Everything else seems like toy. Like everything else seems like play a little piano tune, move a little robot bug around, build Building a house, house with weird but, stuff inside. And, Twist the knobs. Yeah, but 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 what does that house I don't do? Know. You'll have to get it. To but I don't out. know either. But the robot one, the so. robot one's the only one looked like it was actually like a that robot can turn. That robot's a transformer. I saw him turn into a car. Yeah. Um, has a freaking drum bass like yeah. bass. There, so there's um, so there, like so it, these are coming out on April twentieth. 
and uh, the variety kit is $69.99, and the robot kit... Nice. <laughs> nice. The robot kit is $79.99. So they're definitely pricey. Nice. You know, they're more than... Both on four. Both yeah, on they're more than a... They're more than a video game uh, release from Nintendo, but um, I don't know. There's just something really, really cool about these things. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I, I don't think I will buy one necessarily, but I, I think it's. I kind of feel like if I wait for, I'm gonna wait for reviews to come out because, like, a lot of things I look at, I'm like, that seems like a cool concept, but I don't know how well that sort of like machine will work. You know, I almost wonder if it'll be like a one-two switch situation where it's like some of these will be really good, some of these are really bad. But like most of them don't uh, even. Most of them all seem like toys. Like I don't. Like most of them don't even seem like. Yeah, I don't like know if I'm the right. like like I'm not the right demographic for this. Maybe like it's also nice that the price is only like uh like a little bit more than the actual game. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's mm-hmm. not that much more expensive. Like that's cool. That's a good touch to be like. Hey, and let's I mean, get some people and in I on mean this, the the know? the variety kit is, like, all those smaller little games, and they're, like, a, uh, like, it's a cool, like, fun project to work on and also to get a taste of, yeah. like... Again, I wish I had a nephew or, a, or like, like, uh, like, my godson nearby enough to, mm. to play, to play with this stuff, because I would, like, totally be down to do that. So, uh, in other Nintendo news, uh, the Switch currently does not have any kind of video streaming service apps on it, uh, Netflix included. Um, and a Nintendo Screens is the Twitter account that uh, tweeted at Netflix saying, is there any word on when Netflix may be launching on the Nintendo Switch? The demand is high. We are eagerly awaiting its launch. To which Netflix, the Netflix account responded, hey there, there are currently no plans for Netflix on Switch, Nintendo Switch. We appreciate your feedback on it. And then the person's initials, I'm sure that helped. Um, they Netflix since deleted that tweet and updated that same uh, response with this correction, saying, Correction, we're still exploring the opportunity with Nintendo, but don't have definitive plans to share. I clicked off it, the plans to share at this time. The incorrect original tweet has been removed. So, on the one hand, this seems like very much like uh, probably a help person overstepping their bounds and saying Just, like something yeah, that, I feel that like corporate that's, that's... was not ready to say, but at the other time, speculation is now rampant that Nintendo might be nah, getting one whatever. of these video streaming apps. Who cares? Who cares, really? That's, the, that's not I was going to say, I, I the... I was gonna say uh, Hulu is actually oh, is already it? on the Switch as a streaming. Yeah, it's already one oh, streaming device. That you know, you could just watch it, and then you're like, "Oh, watch cool! I'm hanging out, watch it in bed." Oh, I'm gonna. But oh yeah, if only, if only there was other kinds of small handheld screens but that I could use like to watch things in bed. Screen. Perhaps. Perhaps, well, no, you can, no, to be perhaps fair, you... like a a tablet sized object or a pad of some yeah. kind that maybe is I a mean, higher resolution somebody screen comes than up a with seven twenty that has seven twenty rectangle. I, mean, that is, yeah, I know what you're saying. Has a battery Matt, life you know, of like three it's hours. 2018. We should have those things, but until <laughs> we should have the t- it's like it's like Minority uh, Report up in here. I'm just uh, imagining like what could be. But to be fair, of all your sarcasm, you can actually plug this into an actual TV. 
so it'll come out in 1080. Yeah, and there's like a bunch of like every single my TV can play Hulu and Netflix and like without even needing to plug anything That's into it. That's just living in totally. the future. Alone. But we'll s- <laughs> yeah. You don't got to switch from the switch though. You just plug it in. Yeah, just pop it in. I don't really care. But I don't know. But one thing I will I don't say really is care that this, it's not something I use it th- for. This is this is usually a. This sounds just like the customer service person didn't word the wording correctly because, like, some Netflix person was like, no, you're making Nintendo mad at us. Yeah, or, you know, like, you, you can't, can't say we're not plans. Like, we're always... To. We're... Yeah, like... You can't close down we might. business deals on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, That'd be crazy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you can't just do stupid stuff on Twitter if you're an important person of official regard. You can't just say whatever nope. you want just because you run a big verified account. You must gotta you gotta think about what you tweet before you just tweet it out there for millions yeah. of people to look at. Possibly other people in foreign countries that you need to be responsible with negotiating with. No, absolutely. All. <laughs> Good thing. Just Everyone that. adheres to that, and Twitter also has a very strict like terms of service, and they're always on that they're always enforcing know. equally amongst all their yeah. user base. Um, guys, I don't know if you heard, but I haven't heard. Epic Games Epic has Mickey? a hit on their hands. Oh no! With the totally original never Fortnite done before battle never done before Fortnite battle royale um actually apparently this is doing very very well for them and i have uh said as of last week that i'm a big fan of Fortnite battle royale but it's doing perhaps too well <laughs> too for the well. health for the health of one of their other long standing projects and that is the still to uh, as of as of yet released uh, console and also PC MOBA game. Well, technically, for- technically Fortnite's not released either. Yeah, you're right. And also you're available right. on disc, like to buy. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yes. Uh, we don't talk about that. Right Paragon now. is the MOBA. It's a MOBA. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Epic Games has appar- reportedly this is Polygon reporting uh, moved employees off of Paragon in order to assist on Fortnite. In an unusually candid letter to its community, a representative from Epic said that the future of Paragon was uncertain at this time. Our, quote, Our efforts have always been focused on growing the game. While each of Paragon's incarnations has been beloved by the core community, none has been large enough to achieve mainstream success. This combined with the humbling success of Fortnite has caused us to question if we have a good path to grow Paragon and make it thrive. So... Paragon. Poor Paragon. Looking like it is in some trouble. It's it's weird because so Paragon, I guess, has been the here it says like an early access slash beta since uh, March of 2016. It is now January of 2018, and they have yet to really find a significant foothold in that MOBA like lineup. You know, it's interesting have... because I've heard a lot of people actually have been playing Paragon. Like it's kind of the a nice like third person take on uh, the hardcore MOBA. Like because Smite is a little bit easier, Smite, but like bro. this is like yeah, but uh, this is like a bit more hardcore supposedly. Supposedly, uh-huh. I don't know. So I've heard. Um, no, and I and I get that, but at the same time, it's like that that might not be a a big enough niche. Like that you might, might not be right. Be... I feel like if you're, I feel like people who are looking for that third-person MOBA experience 
are more so gravitating towards Smite because it's a little bit more user friendly. It's like not, it's not Smite itself has some fairly deep stuff going yeah, on with it. But Paragon uh, is not at all like a dumbed down MOBA, from what I've heard. It is full on like every single complication that you can that has been in other ones have uh, is is in that one. It is a complicated game, and, and a lot of I feel it options. I, I, I feel like it did also come out on the tail end of that big, like, almost at the very, like, breaking point of that big, like, MOBA rush, where, like, similar to right now, where different people are putting out Battle Royale games, um, the the market had kind of become saturated, and there were a lot of MOBAs that were, you know, in in early access, in beta, that then just quickly died, and I feel like Paragon was different in that it had a lot of production value behind it. It had a lot, uh, you know, it had a proven developer behind it. Uh, but uh, it's just, I don't think it, it came either soon enough or did enough different to carve out a niche in those kind of waning days. Like, I feel like the the, the the games that are played right now, I Arena of Valor, I think, is actually doing a decent job of distinguishing itself from something like Vainglory, which is actually a very mainstream uh, MOBA game that's played uh, that is also on on your phone. But then it's like, you have Dota, you have League, you have Smite. So where, like, what is that niche that Paragon fills? I guess, like you're saying, a more hardcore third-person, you know, third-person action MOBA. Yeah. But then at that point... at that point, I feel like if you're looking for the hardcore, you're probably just playing Dota. But, like, yeah, and that's tough too because like Smite is not exactly like ca- casual. Like I mean, maybe someone yeah. who plays Dota might think it is, but it's it's still got a lot of those kind of complications that you'd see in. Mm-hmm. It isn't something like um, uh, uh, gigantic that like me and Ethan were playing that for like a week, a hot week there, mm-hmm. a hot uh, week. Yeah, which was like, oh, this is like a MOBA kind of game, but not really. Like it's mostly like just like run and fight and shoot kind of thing. Um, but even Smite's got its own, like, levels of, you know, complication, so. Uh, Epic goes on to say, over the next few weeks, we'll be figuring out if and how we can evolve Paragon to achieve growth and success and trying some things internally. So, that actually doesn't sound very good at all. No, I it sure doesn't. D- I, I almost expect the game to go up on the shelf here in in a couple months like that doesn't sound good at all um which we'll just have i to mean, see i guess i played paragon very briefly again i was doing it at the same time as i was trying to get into smite and smite just kept my attention more it had for me a better overall uh feel to it, it the game rewarded me a lot more for playing it um they gave like High res gave gives out like a bunch of free shit for for Smite. Yeah, they um, do. They do give a lot. Yeah. Uh. Grass that same ish. Um. Speaking of. Games, imagine a world. Imagine a world <laughs> where there where... <laughs> nothing to do with this. Imagine a world where Microsoft is making another Fable game. Yeah, it could. But made by the people who made Forza Horizon. Oh, yeah, so wait, this is what? this is this is reported by Eurogamer, but it also seems to be just a rumor as of right now. 
but Playground, the developers of Forza Horizon and Forza Horizon uh, Two, are Forza Horizon are, Three uh, and Forza Horizon Three um, are reportedly in the works to reboot the Fable franchise. Uh, the Polygon article article here notes the last attempt at making a Fable game was in the free to play Fable oh, Legends, right. that thing, which was like in development for like ever. I and played that game. Wasn't that announced? Wasn't that, that yeah? Wasn't, wasn't that announced for like the Xbox One that like 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 launch? Like it, it was yes. announced around that time of like you'll be a dungeon master man, and there's three people that will have to fight against you, kind of thing, like. Yeah, and it also seemed like nothing that nothing to do with Fable who was into Fable would want to play. Yeah, well, you got to remember that Lionhead Studio shut down at that yes, time. Yes, yeah, like, uh-huh. they shut down back in uh, 2016 around April. Yeah, the thing was that like, like Microsoft, like a lot of big companies, are just like, eh, you're making a game, just slap this existing brand franchise onto it, so that we can make sure people get buy it out of <laughs> out of relation and like out of like knowing that thing and i don't know they I did like some weird stuff it's, with it's, that it's not license. it's not just yeah it's not just uh uh it's not just microsoft that does it it's not just video games that do it either but it's still weird it's like why would you think people who like an rpg with a deep story and a long like like a 60 hour game would want to play a multiplayer like like competitive semi cooperative game like mm-hmm. like like that is like match based. It's like those are not even the same thing. Like, yeah, it, it's weird. Um, uh, Microsoft was reached out to and responded with the statement: Microsoft does not comment on rumor or speculation. So, take sure. all of that as you will, guys. Would you be down for a new Fable? How what 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 are you, what are your guys' feelings on the Fable series as a whole? Never touched it. I re- I really liked never the first it. one. I didn't like the second one as much. I felt like it was gamified, and I never played the third one. Like it felt like I felt like I broke the loop in the second one, where you can just farm a bunch of money. I like the co-op aspects, but beyond that, I felt it kind of fell flat for me. I never played the first one. I played the second one and liked it. I was not huge on it i felt like the game kind of disconnected you from the story in weird ways that i wasn't that i wasn't big on like i felt like it played counter to the like what the game was trying to achieve and three had an absolutely like bullshit unfair end game that you could completely ruin your story based on essentially uh, sp- speculation doing the, doing what the game didn't want you to do, yeah. as opposed to making your own story. So basically, spoilers for a super old game. Like throughout the game, three three a, is weird, where it has like a simulator at the end of it, right? Like basically, yes, exactly. So basically, throughout the throughout the first three, like I'll say two thirds of the game, you are playing as like the last member of a royal line who's trying to take their kingdom back you take the kingdom back and then the last third is basically you met like trying to either fulfill promises to people that like helped you along the way or making like cuts because 
the whole thing is that apparently after X amount of years, like this big cataclysm is going to come. And yeah, you have and to it be wasn't ready like for... the evil king was being evil so that he could prepare for the. Yes, the that dark was the whole moon. thing. Was that like... like I believe it was Michael Fassbender because it had like a weirdly star-studded cast to it. Like Ben Kingsley was in there too. Like oh, yeah. Simon Pegg voiced somebody in there too. Like it was a weirdly star-studded cast. Um. And it was actually, I, I had fun with it, but then that end game essentially comes down to, like, it's not what you want to do, it is basically, like, you having to make the proper cuts where you need to do, and also fulfill the whatever, and I guess the whole point is that, like, you can never be 100% good, like, you have to do bad stuff in Both order to sides, make things Both sides, Ricardo. Both sides. Um... So like my first, I played. I actually played through that game twice. My first playthrough was complete ass because I did everything good, and then at the end, literally everyone in my kingdom died. But hey, I was loved. But I was beloved. Like people <laughs> loved me or whatever. There's just nobody alive. And then my second playthrough, like I was still very good. But you uh, did a couple of things I, that were not as but good. But I did, yeah, I did the 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 necessary things to mi- keep most of the people in my kingdom alive. So, whatever. Anyway, uh, I think the series to me was always fun. Never one of my favorites, and like I just can't stand Peter Molyneux, man. <laughs> I could never stand Peter Molyneux. Well, you never expressed that on the podcast before, so this is a very no, first, never, very first time no. that you're bringing this up. All right. Speaking of speaking of auteur game oh. developers that are assholes in real life, I don't know Peter Molyneux's personal uh, personal I mean, personality. Yeah, I'm but, sure he's whatever. Yeah, yeah. I should I shouldn't uh, defame him on here. Uh, but not maybe not maybe not the same could be said for David Cage and yeah. uh, Quantic Dreams, uh, his studio Ooh, yeah. that's known for games such as Indigo Prophecy uh, or Fahrenheit, Heavy Rain. Or heavy rain uh, Beyond Two Souls and, and Becoming Detroit. Become, become human. human. Which yeah, it's you know like Beyond Colon Two Souls. Detroit Colon Become Human. Like it's it's he's got a good naming convention. Heavy you know? colon rain. Heavy colon rain. Heavy colon rain. Heavy rain colon or little origami. Or origami origami killer. The origami origami killer. killer. So uh, heavy rain colon. I got this cool VR headset that no one else in the world seems to have. Heavy rain colon Jason. So heavy rain. That was that was the collector's edition. Was Jason edition. (laughs) Jason. Jason. Um, uh, so this again, Polygon reporting that three, it, it, which uh, started, which started, I think, in, I think actually, um, originally it was Eurogamer and yeah, I, I think like French, French reason. actual newspapers were, yeah, language, French language publications portray Quantic Dream, uh, as a hostile workplace rife with racist and sexist humor. Uh, oh. and then that also prompted David Cage to very vehemently, Deny accusations. So, uh, like, at the like, crux of this, full, and like the other thing too is that like the the other um uh like uh the sec- the executive producer uh uh, uh let's see like pr- like fondu yeah fondu mare like like like. Sexual misconduct at staff parties and social mm-hmm. events and uh, it says, yeah. Uh, there's 
the 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 main crux of this is I believe it was an IT person found a cache of 600 altered images uh, that were homophobic mm. and sexist. Uh, they they sound like a bunch a of cache? like like an online. Like or something on one of the computers somewhere that had a folder like, full know, of like photoshopped images like, of like my boss is a dick. I'm gonna photoshop his face onto a picture of Hitler. Like, yeah. Uh, like and then like, but what if you did that 600 times and then like it wasn't just Hitler. It was like also mm-hmm. gay, like you know, anti, like you know, like j- jokes. One of the jokes that here is Kate. When one Cage's face was placed on that of a male stripper holding a power tool with a sex toy for an attachment. Yeah. So, so it's like the shit we're it's it's the sort of thing where it's like, oh, that would be in poor taste if it was like one of them, but maybe if you're like really forgiving, you could be like, ah, eh, look, that guy's a dick for making that picture, but maybe he was just stressed out or whatever you want to say. Yeah, he just want to release some steam or whatever. But like when the whole company is doing it behind everyone else's backs, like the reason uh-huh. this IT guy found it is because he was in one of the pictures, and, and it's, like, and it's, so like, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's reported that this sort of stuff was uh, maybe not outright, like, encouraged, but it was definitely negligently allowed. Um, one of the... And, like, Cage making racist jokes to his... Yeah. To, to people in the, in the company, like... And then the... And, and, <laughs> and then his, his, his justification... One of the, I feel like one of the most damning things here is actually yes, his, how his Cage response. responds. So, according to this article, Cage responded... To allegations to the, to the allegations of you know the of racism and homophobia rampant in the workplace, he says, "You want to talk about homophobia? I work with Ellen Page, who fights for LGBT rights. Oh. You want to talk about racism? I work with Jesse Williams, who fights for civil rights in the United States. Judge my work is what he says. Yeah, I don't want to judge your work, bro. Like if I judge your work." Yeah, we have as, a lot of issues. As, so that's the thing is that it's like if we judge your work, yeah, it's like people. That's where a lot of these. That's why a lot of people aren't super, super, super. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like I feel that. like a lot of people have gotten a a certain idea about you due to some of the things in your work. Some of the things portrayed in your work. But that's like his standard line of defense too. Remember E three back? I think it was E three. Maybe maybe it was um maybe it was Gamescom Paris or something like that. But. It was like Kotaku or Polygon or one of the big you know magazines was interviewing him about Detroit because they showed a trailer for it and they're like, don't you think it's a little bit manipulative that you're just like showing this shock value stuff? And he's just like, let me ask you, would you ask this person if they're making a movie? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you would, you would ask somebody for me. Like he's like, yes, I would. I mean, like this sensitive subject that you're t- t- you know you're doing, and yeah, his like standard defense thing is like, my work is. My art, how dare you, like, like... The thing, too, is that, like, he's just so completely oblivious that he's using the line literally everybody fucking makes fun of, like, when they're talking about people who make... Yeah, I, I have a racist, I have, I have, sexist I have, jokes. I have, I have ex-friends, so yeah. therefore I can't yeah. be that thing that you're accusing me of. Yeah, like, how also, stupid do you have to be? Also, I think it's on, like Ellen Page is on record in saying that she did not enjoy working on that <laughs> thing, or like, and that like they used right. they used her in like a in like a n- nude scene that she did not yeah. not approve of in the in in her contract or things like that. Like it wasn't her naked body, but like the model was naked mm-hmm. in the. Game. And it was her, and, and it was yeah. her face, and she was like, "Yeah," face. and she was like, "Not happy about that." Like, so <laughs> you're not helping yourself with that association. 
So the official statement by Quantic Dreams, and this is mostly just an echo, uh, is articles published today level various allegations against Quantic Dream, its management, and employees. We categorically deny all of these a- allegations. Quantic Dream filed a complaint several months ago, and further complaints will follow. We invite interested parties to read the responses of our employee representatives and health and security committee to questions submitted by the journalists prior to publication. Inappropriate conduct or practices have no place at Quantic Dream. We have taken and always will take such grievances very seriously. We value every single person who works at Quantic Dream. It is of utmost importance to us that we maintain a safe environment that allows Sure. Very, yeah, very official, cor- st- official corporate very statement. Corporate, very official public statement. So why yeah. couldn't they just yell? Look at me! I did cast Ellen Page. Why can't they just yell that? Why couldn't they just do that? Just like, just like have a picture Beyond. of the 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 cover of Beyond Two Souls and be like, who yeah. is that? Ellen Page. End statement. <laughs> just a picture, a headshot, <laughs> like a headshot, headshot of Ellen Page. <laughs> Have you seen her? I actually haven't seen her in much stuff. Did she like quit acting or like take a break from acting? Like I, I actually haven't seen her in a while. Like I think she she, she she's probably. A couple I think she's. I know she's she was doing, she was she was doing like a lot of like social and political activism. I know that. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm gonna guess that that's partially why she's maybe not in so many roles anymore. But she's in if, several movies that came out last year, so mm. yeah, she was in that Flatliners yeah. movie, which is apparently really terrible. So oh, well, there you go. Well, you know, gotta make money. But uh, yeah, just but uh, haven't seen her in a while. Anyway, um, moving on from terrible French people. Uh, well, not I mean, moving on from David Cage. <laughs> Specifically, <laughs> I've never been a fan of David Cage. So I mean, like that. If you're talking about how you don't like Molyneux, I like how he my, swings for things and misses every time. That's my favorite. Uh, part. I've yeah. never played my, any of his games. Uh, the thing about the thing about the the thing I dislike about David Cage is that like say what you want about like people like Molyneux or Kojima, but like in in the end they make video games that are good and well liked, and like people. People really like David Cage's stuff somehow. Like, I think people have turned on him over the years, like, looking back on mm-hmm. stuff, going like, oh, this isn't aged as well. But, like, Heavy Rain, when that came out, everyone was, like, mind-blown by how good this is. And I watched a freaking full playthrough of that game and was like, man, this writing is terrible. Like, <laughs> I hated it. Like, I, and, I, I was, and then I watched... It's totally different when you play it, bro. And then I watched Indigo Prophecy, and I was like, well, this is... I liked Indigo Prophecy. This is Prophecy. hilarious. This is, say... this is terrible, but it's hilarious. And I was, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that was okay. Um, but Heavy... Like, I feel like it's just like he's got a very high opinion of his own work, and that was the part that I... I, really I played uh, Indigo Prophecy when I was, like, really young. That game like, is that game like is his best game. So. I think that's the game's his best game for sure. Probably, yeah. You got a flying Probably, yeah. flying zombie man fi- fighting a flying cyberman, which is like the uh, all the internet combined into one AI being that is like serial killers, uh, man. DBZ fighting in <laughs> above this. Oh line. my god, this is in that game. <laughs> and then there's like a secret homeless uh, homeless people like um, organization that is like all the homeless people in the world are part of this secret organization to protect the, yep. to protect the world from evil like cause, like. Cthulhu monster ending. Uh, it's weird, but it's all right. It's, 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 it's dumb. It leads into dumbness. It's real good. It doesn't take itself too serious. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's still it's still not a good writing, but it no. is. But it is. But it is pretty entertaining. It is writing. Yes. there is writing involved. Um, but enough about that. It's time to move on to trailer trash. Trailer trash. Dango. 
That didn't work out so good. Get her done. Take it. We'll take it. Uh, we don't do reshoots here. We don't do. We don't do edits. No fancy, no fancy stuff like that. It is only this goes pure. up directly afterwards. We, no. directly to you. It's true to the consumer. Um, we watched TT Isle of Man ride on the edge. Official The Rush trailer. That, I just read the. I just read the. What a great name! I just read the whole name of that trailer, and I was like, man, that name, that's a that's a dumb name for a trailer, but it's that's a I'll- good. This also, a, not a very good trailer. Yeah, this is like half real footage of actual TT races, um, which yeah. for those not in the know, the TT is an annual um, time trial. It is races, not. Right? It is not time trial. I think. I think. I, what? I always. What? I always thought this, but I think it actually stands for something else. Um, what oh is, boy, I'm excited to see what it is. Yeah, I'm is gonna it, look it um, up right now. Um, <laughs> Titty Twister. <laughs> Tourist trophy. Taurus trophy. trophy. That's lame. <laughs> titty Twister. It's called Titty <laughs> Twister now. I mean, it is the Isle of Man. Um. Yeah. I always. I, I think. I. I think. I even. I think. I even like incorrectly named it that once on this podcast as being. I can't remember how it ever came up. Uh, but. but yeah, I feel like this game is almost trying to trick you in this trailer by splicing in yeah, so like much real footage. real footage with game, like very brief moments of actual in-game footage which gives me the, the, the feeling that this game's not very good. Yeah. Probably right. You know. There's a game out there for everybody and I'm sure there's some tourist trophy aficionado who tourist is trap. super excited for, for this game. To be yeah. Tourist trap. The race has taken place every year since 1907. Damn. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. I think it might have missed. What? It might have missed a couple of years actually because it's gotten. Tourists 90. have a lot of memories, but do they have any memories of Mars? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why tourists have a lot of memories, but no one else has a lot of well, memories. Well, because it's because when you're touring a place or a new area, you're going to remember a lot of things. Yeah. They share the the their memories within the scrapbook. Guys, this yeah. this game looked pretty cool, and then they started building stuff, and it was like, oh, it's a survival game. Oh, this is a survival oh. game. Yeah, Memories of Mars. It, it looks like cool, high production value survival game, and then it also looks like maybe it has like a story, like maybe more of a story than most survival games do. It's just hard to tell in the trailer, but it looked like that a little bit. They had yeah, cut like scenes. there are they had definitely cut some. There are definitely some like scripted portions where your player character is like doing something like again very scripted but i almost feel like maybe that's like how you start the game and then after that it opens up into this kind of survival game you know there's like a very scripted opening portion and then it jumps off into survival game of course that's just conjecture but like based on like other games like i don't know we happy few or whatever where it's like this looks like it's totally like scripted and yeah. cool and stuff, and then you actually jump into the game, and it's like, oh, it's not that what it looks like. Uh, but yeah, this looks like Mars base building and robot spiders coming um, at you. All my favorite things. What? What was your favorite thing? Robot spiders and Mars building. Mars building know. and robot spiders. All right. What's this game? Defender's Quest. Holy I shit! Oh, this game looked bad. This I game. Oh, bad. I was it's, like, it's very, I was very like, front loaded with bad shit here. Yeah, the, the all the good stuff's at the end. We saved the best for last this week. 
this game looked like a game. It had a bunch of screenshots in the trailer of just like or like still images as its trailer, and then it's like, oh, it's tower defense. And the art looks all really, really ba- like simple. I don't know, like like yeah, I don't. I feel like this is probably an old game that, that is, is being re-released. Like a PS4 yeah. Re-release. Like, um, but and also Vita. It's also on Vita. Yeah, it just looks really, really simple and kind of like I'm just not the a fan of the is, art. The art doesn't look. But the great. thing is, is like, yeah, I'm I'm fine with like simple visuals. Yeah, and me stuff, too. It's, I'm not it's I'm like, not wording it correctly. It's but yeah, it, no, I know. It, I I I don't know how to word it myself either. But like, but like, it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of style or a lot of like heart behind a lot of the stuff in there. It just feels very basic, you know? It doesn't look neat at all. Yeah. Yeah, it looks terrible. Honestly. Yeah, it's it, terrible. Like, uh, I, I, you know, Matt didn't want to use this phrase, and usually I, I agree with him, but uh, this looks like a Flash game. Like, it, the art style is really poor. Um, very, very poor. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Underworld Ascendant, which it almost doesn't feel like a really good, like, like fair trailer because it was just like, like f- ten seconds of alpha footage, and the rest of it was just like interviews of people who are working on the game, being like, "Yeah, this yeah. game's gonna be great when we make it." War inspectors in this trailer. Yeah, and so was the inspector. so was the other guy who made the studio that I forgot his name already. The other guy, that guy, the guy who did the all the war inspector not guy, war inspector, the other one. Anyway, yeah, they're making a new game. It's got physics in it. It's based off of Ultima, like it's like it's like a spiritual successor to like Ultima. I, That's what they're saying. I, That's what they're saying. Yeah, like I, I I'm not sure, exactly sure. But Ultima is weird because Ultima is an MMO that came out ages ago. Is it, it was it was it Ultima or am I, am I maybe I'm missing? I thought it you're was about, I think it's I think it's called Underworld. Like it's literally called Underworld. Was it called Underworld? Then I've never heard of how it. they so they got the rights to Underworld then if they're making Underworld Descendants. Yes. I guess also, so. I should say that both Memories of Mars and this game are 505 game, like 505 published games. Yeah, uh, which is weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's I thought weird. it was weird, but <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, there's not much to go on here. The, they try to explain like why the original was so influential and how this game is trying to recapture that or whatever. But there wasn't really much to show, so. Ultima Underworld was the name of the original game. So Ultima this is called Underworld. This is called so, Underworld yeah, so Ascendant. So yeah, so I believe Ulti- I believe the Ultima games were like RPGs, I want to say. Yeah, Ultima like... Ultima Online was the one you're thinking of Ethan, which is the MMO. Yeah. But like there yes. were like very basic like uh very basic turn-based RPGs uh called Ultima that were I think on PC or like Commodore or some similar system like that back in the day and this is probably some kind of offshoot that was again very influential at the day kind of like uh what's that called uh what was that might and magic game that was like very physics based it was like a fantasy game and it was uh <laughs> you know what i'm talking oh, yeah. about nope. something of Mo- dark messiah of might and magic oh, oh yeah, you remember yeah, that yeah. Game? i do remember that it was like fantasy based, and you would like push guys into boxes and yeah. shit, or whatever. It was like really janky, but also kind of fun. Like I don't know, I do. this this kind of reminded me of that. But I like do less, that. less fun looking though, honestly. Um, but it's early, early days yet. Uh, 
Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, the definitive version of Noctis's journey with the boys is coming. <laughs> the final, Those the boys. ultimate edition of everything it could possibly be. Nothing of extra. The boys. All the boys. You get extra bosses. You get extra- there was like three extra bosses. Three extra bosses. There's like a a new royal vessel, which is like a speedboat. Yeah, I like how they call it the royal vessel. It's just a boat, guys. It's just a speedboat. It's a boat. It's not it's even. It's, it's not even. It's not even animeified or fantasyified. It just, it's just. It's literally call, just a speedboat. They call their car the regalia. It's just a car. Yeah. But it's, it's, that just sounds like it could be the brand of car, right? Like that's just I like guess. them being pretentious. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> true. But, like, the, uh, the royal vessel does not sound very fancy. But, yeah, the, the big announcement here uh, is that the game is coming to PC. So Cool. With some really high recommend, like, really high recommended, like, uh, specs. Specs, yeah. Right? They're pretty nuts. Yeah, insane, right? Which is weird because this game, even before the PS Pro and stuff, like. It's just a big game, got a lot of assets. A lot of assets. Got a lot of ass. Got him. Okay. Got him. (laughs) Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Now we're getting into the good stuff. This is the good shit right here. (laughs) It's like, you want to play some darts? You want to play... You want to go on a date? You want to go on a date with a lady? Do all these things. Do you want to work out? Do you want to? You want to hold a baby? You want to hold a baby? Do you? Do you want to actually play like full on baseball do you, somehow? You play Puyo Puyo. Do you want to play? Yeah, play Puyo Puyo. Do you? Do you want to play Virtua Fighter? Do you want to? Yes, it's fucking Virtua Fighter. Do you want this other game? Do you want to fight a Great White Shark in Tokyo Bay? Because apparently that's the thing that Tokyo Bay has is Great White Sharks just swimming around. I've seen Shark Week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Do you want to hold fucking... a baby? You can hold a baby. We mentioned that already. This like, shake looks... the baby. It's like it's like don't shake the baby, but rock it enough. Yeah, while you're, you're like rocking the baby upside uh, up and down with like the with the, <laughs> with the, the move, move like with the with the like the detection control, on the controller. Uh, you're working out. You're getting swole. You gotta feed a cat. Yeah, you get to play, feed a, ukule- cats play, play like a ukulele. Play a ukulele. Yeah, play some. I'm fucking... into it. Play some shogi. This... Maybe it looks, like he's, it looks like he's moving a shogi piece at one point. I know what that is. I know some of these words. Um, uh, this looks like it is. Um, they're like, man, Yakuza Zero did really well for us in terms of like getting people who weren't into the Yakuza games into it. That game was really goofy. Let's just like, I mean, I know that the Yakuza games have had goofy stuff in them for a while, but like, I feel like they're like leaning into it more and more and more each time. I feel like at this point, right? Like, holy. this is just. I also like the subtitle is the Song of Life. And it's like this trailer is all this fucking goose shit, and I'm yeah. just like, man, I wish my life was like the that. song of life. Just... The song of life sounds like this, like that sounds like the name you give to your y- Yakuza game. That's like, man, nothing happens in this one. Like nothing, like you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like no nothing bad. Like no, no conspiracy. Like, no like, no conspiracy. like what bad could possibly happen no, no, to cure you? <laughs> Which is just like. Which, like, that would be kind of funny if after, like, what, like, seven or eight games of just, like, intense Yakuza crime stories and, and conspiracies, and it's just, like, the, the sixth one is just, like, you know what? Just, like, chill, man. Just, like, here's Kiryu going about his week, you know? Like, he just, like, does, he's just hanging out. <laughs> Which, it's also, I think, um, I think I read a review 
at some point that was like, I don't think the people who make the Yakuza games understand anything about what real Yakuza do. Like, <laughs> like apparently, according to them, they're just yeah. kind of like they're just kind of like general do-gooders that <laughs> that also happen to every now and then get into bigger fights than normal people. Yeah, do. they're like <laughs> out operating outside the law, but they're like mostly good. good yeah, dudes, like right? they'll, they'll just help a lost boy get his video game back, or like like teach people for free, or you know. <laughs> You know, whatever. They just—they're just there to help. Yeah, they're like um, mercenaries in that. They're, they're like family. You know? They're like family. Yeah. Like <laughs> family. Uh, uh, but still, it's a great trailer. And then, but then, but, but then we have the winner for this week, which is the Nintendo Labo. Nintendo Labo. Labo. I mean, we unfortunately kind of already talked a lot about this, but man. So this starts I, out with like a sheet of cardboard coming out, and then a bunch of shapes are printed onto it, and then it's just like a, a unfolded person and folded just starting and... to fucking pop them out and just start building shit, and it's like, what is happening? And it's a piano, and he puts in the little controller, and he puts in the screen, and then starts the best like, it's like ding, ding, and it's like showing it's like showing screenshots of all the other various like. Uh-huh. Parts and, and it reminded me of the freaking Christopher Nolan. It reminded me of the um the Dunkirk Inception the, the Dunkirk or the Inception oh. like trailers like of like mm-hmm. ding slash like it's like flash of flash of shot ding flash of shot ding flash of airplane falling down but like, like just faster like I'm just waiting for it didn't yeah. build it, it 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 cuts away to more happy music and then it starts doing other stuff but like it just like at first it was like man it's very dramatic it's going for a very <laughs> intense look yeah uh, and you're like the dude's like on, he's like taking out the the fishing rod and then the other dude's like strapping on the backpack that the controls the robot it's just like it's crazy this thing is this is a weird thing. It's um, super weird. Yeah, and the and the trailer, much like the much like the original Switch trailer, does a good job of saying like, "This is how this works," without saying like this, without actually saying how it works, like mm-hmm. how any of this is gonna work. It basically shows people using it and very intuitively saying like, "This goes in here. You do this with this," and it's like. Uh, Again, like that original Switch trailer where it's like, wait, what the f- Okay, hold on. And then and then you take that off, and then it's two controller. Wait, what? What's happening? Like, is very, yeah. I was getting very much the same kind of vibe with this trailer. Yeah, it's really just cool to see all the weird stuff they imagined. Mm-hmm. This is a very, like, Nintendo as Disney vibe of just, like, what weird stuff can we do? Like, I think I posted, I think someone on Twitter... Um, I think someone from Polygon, I feel like it was me, like, um, like Pat from Polygon or something that was like, it's like, pe- like, people, we really just wanted Nintendo to improve their online service. Nintendo bursting through a window. Did you say you want cardboard? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, the reaction's been pretty funny. Like, there's been a lot of weird, like, weird backlash to it. I don't quite understand but there's, it. But there's also been plenty of people going, like, this looks good and dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. The backlash is from hardcore gamers because they were looking for the hardcore games that this is not. Uh, There's plenty of hardcore yeah. games on the Switch already, so they can they can shove it. I think the the one thing I will say about the Switch is that Nintendo showed a lot in 2017 and then like hasn't shown much that's planned for 2018. 
And then, what are you talking and, about? They just dropped their killer app, Dark Souls. <laughs> I was gonna say Lavo. Oh but. yeah. So that well, I mean, I guess if you were hoping for like, well, they did Mario and Zelda this last year. What like big franchise are they gonna do this year? And then it's like we got Lavo for you, and it's like Lambo. this is seems like a really cool toy. It, it does seem like a toy. It does not seem like these are gonna be games. Or not yeah, very totally. big, not very big, very deep games. At least, like the main, like, like you guys said, the 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 biggest, most significant one seems to be the uh, the robot one. Mm-hmm. But even that one, again, the thing, and then you have to assume that Nintendo's also being like these are building projects, like that fucking robot backpack looks complicated, it looks as extreme, to, yeah, man, to, to build. So, like, I think just the op, just the act of getting it working is gonna be like set a, a lot of satisfaction like th- that'll but, be one uh, of the key things if, if this if this has like a really good easy to use um like setup for it like you know what i mean if you can like build this if this is like really well well constructed to be built easily then then well it looks like at, at points in the trailer they're having the person like look at the screen and then it's like giving them instructions, like, subs, yeah, mm-hmm. like instructions, like actually showing parts, bang like how and to build stuff it. And stuff there and is like, a part in this trailer where this guy is using like a foot pedal, but he's wearing socks. <laughs> That's weird. It's a very Japanese thing, is it? Well, okay. like they, what do you want him to be using? Uh, yeah, like a shoe. This is barefoot, man. It's uh, that, no, thing. you definitely well, no, you all, definitely it's... never film a barefoot. You never film a barefoot. Well, for, first first of all, I believe, no. I believe that that was. The motorcycle one, I think that was a gas pedal. Maybe uh, I don't know. Oh, I wear like a shoe. Then I thought that was. A, I thought that was a. That was a it drum. Looked, oh, that was a drum. And if it was yeah. a drum pedal, then the fact that he's wearing a sock, that's fucking accurate, man. Fucking drummers what? don't wear shoes. They fucking wear socks back there, man. What? Really? Yeah. Are you a yeah. drummer? I don't think so. Yeah, they totally do. I, Ask a drummer. I my I, brother's I a have drummer. a drum set. My brother's a drummer. <laughs> Never <laughs> Ricardo, Ricardo, Trust you're me. out. You're you're outnumbered here. Andrew doesn't wear a shirt. You want me? To, you want to tell me he wears <laughs> shoes when he's fucking drumming? No, he doesn't wear socks. Anything he's, he's, he's not he's, wearing. He's, 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 he's clothes <laughs> when he's drumming. Told you, barefoot, bro. That's the way it goes. Uh, barefoot, barefoot. Get that good contact. That skin contact. No, you, you don't want to film someone with bare feet. That's gross. That's what I'm saying. I'm just, that's oh, gross. Yeah, you do. All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Mecha Storm, Heroes of the Storm. It's anime. Mecha Storm. It's anime. Heroes of the Storm. Man, I, cool. all these Blizzard trailers are really cool for not new games that have already been out for a I long know. time that I don't really care keep, about they, playing they really anymore. S- they really support that uh, those old games. And that's yeah, fun. but imagine if you really did like Heroes of the Storm. They'd be and like, see this it, and be like, oh, but oh I really like <laughs> this Storm, game that I'm already like, playing. Oh, cool. Advertisement for a game I'm already playing. I'm no, sold. You're just like, I love this game. <laughs> True. Where goes the mech? Why? I don't know. It's cool. Look at that yeah, guy. So they show he's also a mech. Whoa, cool. They show, yeah, Tyrael's getting a mech skin. Rhaegar's getting a. Uh, um, Abathur's uh, getting a mech skin. Yeah, Abathur is, which doesn't make sense because his pajama skin is the best skin in the game. Yeah, so just stop making skins for him ever stop again. Just like Asmodan. Asmo Dunk's already the best skin. Yeah, he kind of done there. Like, he got the best skin. Uh, yeah, uh, the, this is a cool trailer, the, the though. Trailer, like, I like the, the way trailer it's done. is cool, and they show the skins at the end, and I was like, oh. Those look yeah, the skins also look kind of lame. Look fine. They don't look that it's great. It's really cool. Like, again, you, you wonder, like, how much 
money they pump into these like trailers because this really well made animation here like I guess they just have money like that to be like hey you want to just make a cool thing for skins in a game in like our like fourth most yeah I was gonna say popular game popular game (laughs) out of any of them Uh, but good for them I guess yeah anyway next game next game is the big one Next game is no, it's not Detective Pikachu. It's a big trailer. one because we all want to know what he sounded like. And, and he, sounds he sounds like a, he sounds like a detective. He sounds, he sounds, sounds fine. like sounds like Will Arnett. But you know, me. but you know what? You know <laughs> what? Detective Pikachu's voice was the only good thing about this trailer. Everything else looked kind of terrible. Like the, especially, especially the characters in this game. They I all don't know look what's so bad. I don't they know look what the like art they do in Pokemon Coliseum, though. They, so that, like, then, it, then it looks bad, and Pokemon Coliseum looks. But no, yeah. do, this, this looks like this looks way less anime than than. Do humanoid that. characters look like that in Pokemon Coliseum? I thought they did. Like they looked a little more anime, but like these are a little more. This um, looks like a white, like the whitest softer. anime ever. Like this is what this this looks like. The whitest anime ever. I said it, but this when we were watching like... the trailer, it looks like freaking Knack. The characters in this game look like the human characters from Knack. Except this Knack looks looked like better. Those, Knack like... looked better than this. Japanese or like Korean animated like shows for like American yeah like, day Nickelodeon like daytime TV that we or, can like, translate into know, four to, ki- for four by four kids yeah the time slots that nobody actually watched like yeah David they, the they, I think because it, it, I I, <laughs> I almost kind of like the art styles because it's just so different from what any other Pokemon game I don't say it's good but I just think it's different. <laughs> I mean, all the Pokemon it, look accurate, I guess. They got Mewtwo. Hey, they did get Mewtwo. It's a great pull. It's a great pull. Got him out of retirement. Yeah. Him to, to clear his busy schedule for this. Not seen him since the first movie. <laughs> Just called the first Oh, <laughs> Pokemon, the first movie? <laughs> the first movie. <laughs> we were trying to make the most powerful Pokemon, and we succeeded. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> These hot dogs sure are delicious. I watched that in theaters with my mom. Me too. I and I went, she's I like, a, I really like Jesse and James. Went, They're funny. I went to a birthday party, and I think we saw that for that. Nice. Yeah. I saw some of my Pokemon cards that you got for free that had the little stamp that said Pokemon first yeah. movie. Yeah. I forgot what was the one I got. I think Ancient Mew. I think now was in Pokemon Two. That was in the second one. Oh, I don't know. The second movie had Ancient Mew. Uh, the first ones I remember going to like the WB store. That was a store. That was a retail Dude, store that existed. The WB store. I used to love going to the WB. Didn't it have store. that like crazy like rocket thing in the back? Yes, and, like, and then you would like in. play with the noises, or they yeah, had the, the thing buttons. where it's like you're you're painting the picture by like hitting the paint can. Yeah, pressing, the paint can. <laughs> pressing Dude. like the screen to color it different colors. Dude, that was a weird thing that existed. And yeah. I remember there was some way, I don't know if it was something if you buy like a thing, you get a Pokemon cards. So I think my mom would like buy like gifts for my cousins or something mm-hmm. like that. And I would just get the Pokemon cards and be like really happy about that. It's weird. I can't believe anyone else remembers that stupid store. Dude, I love that store. I don't know what they'd serve. Like, I want to see what it looks like because I don't remember it. Like, I think it's super. Vividly. I think they closed down. At this no, point. they did. They did in yeah. like the night, probably late nineties, probably. Yeah. Um, but man, I was, that was a... sell only like Looney. T- I think no, actually, okay. Well, maybe that doesn't make sense because it was like Mars. Uh, what's the Martian guy's name? 
Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian, like he had his little ship or whatever. Yeah, it was like literally only Looney Tunes. Actually, we had co- a coaster set that we still have, but like literally all the pictures on them are faded because we use them so much. Of like it was all the Looney Tunes characters or like the most popular ones, and they were like really well drawn like Western portraits of them. So like they had like. Wally Coyote, and he had like chaps and a fucking you know western shirt and oh, wow. tie and stuff on, and then it had like Taz, and he was like a Native American guy or whatever. Cool, like that. right? That's great. Yeah, but totally. Yeah. No, that's cool though. Like, I, Warner Brothers store, man. man R.I.P. Disney tangent. store sold around. What a tangent. Matt, do you remember the WB store? Never been to one. Oh yeah, there you man, go. never been to one. Never even heard in a WB store. It had like, did it have like, like bugs? It had a big and, like, screen in the back too. It had like, like w- yeah. it had like the big WB logo out front, and then I think it had like some of them had like bugs and like Daffy and like maybe. You guys are like, making this up. You guys are making this up. No, WB was never popular enough to ever warrant a retail space. This is insane. Apparently not, because it didn't last. <laughs> All right, guys, what wins this trailer trash? Back on topic here. It's gotta be Lavo. Just saying, it's gotta be Lavo. I want to say Yakuza Six. Really... Honestly, what's up? I want to say the Yakuza Six. Honestly, I was gonna say I really like the Yakuza Six trailer. It's really good, but the Lavo one is just like the Lavo one is very good. Nintendo has lost their mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm I gonna like say... We say that with a lot of trailers that they make, though. No. But I guess we say the same thing with Yakuza. Their normal trailers are, In the new Mario golf game, you'll get to play as Mario, as well as some of his friends. Here we can and see... play golf. And play, <laughs> play golf. Check it out. Here they are. Now watch out when you get under the green. You'll have to putt the ball in at this point. Fair. You'll be able to go for your hole-in-one when Mario Golf releases this October. Yeah, exactly. On the Nintendo Switch home console system. Uh... I I'll say Labo. Labo's gotta got gotta take it down. Labo. The Labo. Labo. I feel like Labo's cool, but I don't think it'll stand the test of time. Is all well, maybe it will. Labo door retriever. Wait, it's gonna it's. <laughs> okay. I feel like when we're it gonna, comes we're out, see, like, yeah, gonna we're gonna like, see what yeah, right. we're gonna see what the Labo is when it actually comes out. Um, but I'm but saying, it's, it's, song of it's life, the trailer. It's, it's the best trailer trash, Ethan. Not the best. What the final product will eventually be. I know. I'm just remembering when we watched all the trailers. We're like, oh, that game came out and it was actually kind of bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard. Hindsight. It's why trailer trash in hindsight is not is not good to do. It's a crazy stat. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> it's a crazy thing. <laughs> why are you an Italian stereotype it's now? It's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing. It's a crazy. Uh-huh. Alright, with that, it's time to say that we are done this podcast now. We're finished. It's time for the end of the episode um, where I say, hey, thank you for watching or listening. Uh, if you wouldn't uh, mind, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes so you can catch all our latest stuff there um, and uh, give us a rating and review. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, our Twitch is twitch.tv slash pixel underscore legends and our YouTube page is uh, pixel legends with one L, I believe. Um, our Twitter account is Pixel underscore Legends. You can follow us on there. We'll post all the updates for when we're streaming and we're going live. When Ethan and Ricardo are going live, you'll see all of our stuff get posted onto that channel as well. So, um, yeah, with that, uh, thank you very much. Any closing thoughts, Ethan? Anime? 
It's still there. Anime still exists. Ricardo. It's better anime than ever. Is anime is still a threat. Anime is still a threat. Uh, watch. Don't watch. Devil Man Cry Baby on Netflix. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't watch so it. So I saw you. I saw you talking about that on Twitter, and I was like, "Man, he's subtweeting me." And it's like, "Oh no, I, I didn't." Make, and then, but then I read like the entire thread, and I was like, "Oh no, I didn't." Make, oh yeah, I didn't, no, I didn't make. A, I didn't make a homophobic other, statement. So that, that was, was a whole other thing. Me. We don't need to get into. Uh, I'm so confused. But anyway, alrighty, we'll catch you next watch week. Watch it. Don't watch it.